This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 287 with Tom Poland. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, we're going to look at the science of being in demand. I'm joined by Tom Poland in today's episode. Tom is a top marketing expert, a serial entrepreneur, business coach, and best-selling author of Leadsology, The Science of Being in Demand. Tom works with professionals who have gone on to add millions to their earnings. His work has been published in 27 countries and has shared international speaking platforms with the likes of Michael Gerber from uh, Emeth fame, Marshall Goldsmith, and Brian Tracy. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja to 44222. I'm publishing weekly and daily videos on YouTube. You can check out all of my videos at youtube.com forward slash cashflow ninja. Please subscribe to my channel to get updates when I post these videos. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint, followed by institutional investors. And if you are an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You'll learn how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies, how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound investor investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Their simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Get your free copy of the ultimate guide to passive real estate investing at noradarealestate.com forward slash guide. Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks, MC. It's great to be here. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic to connect. Uh, Tom, can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Sure. Well, Look, I started my first business at age 24, and that was 37, 37 years ago. 
so uh, yeah, you can do the maths. <laughs> and uh, in that in those few decades, I've started and sold four different businesses. I've taken two international. I've managed teams of over 100 people, $20 million revenue. And um, get this, before the internet, because yes, I am that freaking old, uh, I was published in 27 different countries. So that's a little bit of background. And in terms of a journey, I think what I do these days is all around lead generation for people who are marketing the invisible. And how I got here was really a process of evolution and refinement. And probably a lot of listeners can can relate to this. You know, you 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 do a thing and you can see so far, but once you get there, you can see a bit further. And so that's very much for me being the journey where, you know, initially I was quite diverse and quite spread in terms of the people I was serving. And over a passage of some years, a big change, big switch happened in 1995 when I started a business that uh, I took global and we were serving entrepreneurs and it was a different product. It was completely, it was quite radical. It was all about holistic approach to business. Uh, that, as I said, that went international. And then around 2008, I switched and refined even more to work with professionals. So people who, I call it marketing visible, but essentially what we're saying is that they don't have a physical product. They're not a retailer or they're not a, uh, a manufacturer perhaps, or they don't own a restaurant. So because I, the, the reason I'm here on my journey is that I, I grew to be slightly dissatisfied that what I was teaching and coaching and training people, it could have been more effective. And sometimes, you know, when you get into the weeds, so to speak, you see subtleties and distinctions that'll work for one part of the market, not for the other. And that's what I discovered with, with marketing the visible. Now, from a marketing standpoint, um, there's a lot of, you know, you Google marketing, you see storyboards and storylines and crafting a message. And a lot of folks have, are having difficulty with this. And you, you've you got on record saying that 99% of these marketing messages are ineffective. What are some of the, th- one of the, uh, the reasons that you say it is? And what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see out there that people make with crafting and creating marketing messages uh, to get to their ideal target client or uh, audience? Yeah, great question. And, and it really gets to, you know, if you look at, it really gets to the nub of the matter when you talk about a marketing message, because when you think, you know, there's that old saying, nothing happens in a business until something is sold. You, the buyers don't get paid. You don't get money to develop the business. You don't get money to take out of the business. And it's very true. Yeah. But nothing gets sold until a lead is generated. Until we have an inquiry, uh, then there's no opportunity to sell anyone anything. And you don't get the inquiry un- a, unless you get m- noticed and B, people feel motivated to act on your message. So the message is really at the pointy end of the whole marketing and the whole business development, business growth model, if you like. And when I looked around the market and, uh, you know, I traveled extensively internationally myself and sat at the feet of some really terrific marketing teachers and and gained a great deal of of benefit from that. But when I came back and implemented and I I discovered that there was perhaps a little bit of refinement that could be, that could be added. You know, we know about unique sales propositions, USPs, uh, elevator pitch, slogans, taglines, bylines, et cetera. Essentially they all come down to this thing. And that is that, it's really useful to have one short statement which sums up the transformation that you bring to a client situation. I call it the magic. And in my, you know, my book, my bestseller, Leadsology, The Science of Being Demand, 
I explained that we always start with the magic. So what's the thing that you, that you, what are you going to change in someone's life or someone's business? There's got to be a transformation. It's got to be significant. It's got to be measurable. If you've got that, then we've got something we can market. And the message answers the question, well, how do you, how do you get the message about your magic out to the market? What's it going to be? So the biggest mistake, and, and I'll, I'll give people folk a simple formula and, and, and a before and after example of applying this formula. The biggest mistake virtually everyone makes is they start talking about their product or their service. Right. So I'm a marketer, so I can talk about marketing and I can talk about um, growing a business. And, and there's a lot, of, a lot of problems with this. One of the biggest problems is that it's not going to get noticed because it sounds the same as what every other marketing is talking about. All people talk about, um, they're not specific enough, in other words, not in terms of the benefit of what they're doing. And when you're not specific, you don't get cut through. If you have, say, an executive coach who says, well, I, you know, I help develop leaders, pretty much every executive coach is saying a variation of that thing, certainly the ones that are, that are in leadership or emerging leaders or something like that. So it's not specific enough. And if it's not specific enough, it doesn't get cut through. Uh, it's, it's, it's lacks believability and it certainly lacks desirability. Uh, the second problem that people make is they really focus on their job title. So I'm a consultant, you know, or I'm a teacher, I'm a trainer. This is what I do right. because, because the world does revolve around each one of us. To be fair, you know, we are egocentric. We're stuck in our skin and our perspective is that we're in the middle of everything. So, <laughs> so it's a natural and logical and it's a mistake, but it is natural and logical to say, I'm passionate about, again, not about the market. It's about me, what I love, you know, I'm committed to, I am, I am, I am, I am, I am. And it's this whole egocentricity we have to move away from and figure out what does my marketplace actually need to hear, A, in order for me to, my message to get cut through, to get noticed, and B, for them to be motivated to take action. Whether that action is making an application, whether it's becoming a client, whether it's attending a webinar, whether it's picking up your book and actually reading it, but so the message can be repurposed in many different mediums. That's what I'm saying. But what is it? What are, what do they have to hear in order for them? Well, let's go to the pointy end. What does it have to happen in order for them to buy? In order for them to take money from their pocket to my pocket, what do they have to hear? What do they have to see? And it's no good starting from what we can offer currently. We've got to start from what they have to hear and read. And if we're deficient, if we're if we're not up to that, then we better get our product or service up to it. So we can say that. You know, it's, it's no good me saying, look, I, I can show you how to get one new lead a year. No, no one's, you know, it's specific, but no one's going to buy that. It's not desirable enough. Right. And if I can show people how to get, I don't know, let's say, depends on the market or the service, but I can show you how to get five new fresh leads a week. Now we're cooking with gas. And, and if I can't show them, I need to learn how to do that because that is what the marketplace needs to hear or see in order to want to know more. So let's, that's a little kind of a, General, general idea. So, so most marketing messages don't get cut through because they talk about us and what we are passionate about and, and we talk about our product or our role. Um, and, and if they don't get cut through, they don't get noticed and they never get acted on. How to get a marketing message, three characteristics. Number one, it's got to be benefit rich. So it's got to talk about the transformation that a client is going to experience if they work with us. Number two, it should contain specifics. And this is a massive differentiator from my model and methodology than virtually everyone else's. It should contain specifics. And number three, if we do those things right, it's going to be very differentiated. So let me, let me give you an example. So Max is a client who produces uh, software, and the software goes into point-of-sale systems at what they call QSRs, quick service restaurants. We know them as fast food joints like, like McDonald's, right. Burger King, Wendy's, et cetera. 
And prior to working on his marketing message, if Max had been sitting at a dinner table with next, next to a potential ideal client or that next potential ideal client had visited his LinkedIn profile or his website, what they would have heard is, oh, we create point-of-sale software for QSRs, which pretty much every single other software developer in that market was saying, this is what we do. And, and you know, if, if you're at the dinner party like Max, uh, this, this scenario is, is a real scenario. And, you know, he's sitting next to someone who owns seven McDonald's outlets and, and let's say it's Sue and Sue's complaining to Max about how she keeps buying these outlets, but she can't seem to increase the sales and there's no point in buying more outlets and if she can increase sales and she's on a third glass of red wine and she's really, you know, she's really kind of dumping on Max and then she realizes what she's doing. She's, oh, Max, I'm so sorry. I'm telling all about my business problems and challenges. What is it you do for a living? And if Max then turns to her and says, well, funny you ask, Sue, actually, I create point of sale software for quick service restaurants like yours. At which point Sue's eyes will glaze over. She'll think, pour me another glass of red wine. And she'll mumble something politely and wander off and try to find a tax auditor because that's going to be more interesting. Right. But if she says to him, I'm sorry, Max, I've talked to you about my problems and challenges. What do you do for a living? And Max looks at her and says, well, funny you ask, Sue, because we actually increase the sales in QSRs by 25% within 90 days. Pause. Oh, and, and we can guarantee that. Then Sue's eyes are going to pop out of her head. She's going to sit up and look at him, and she's going to say instinctively and voluntarily, how do you do that? Bingo, lead is generated. Right. And then, the con- and then from there on, the content piece comes in, right? The, the Where you add piece- some value, you, know, you, you, you share, hey, oh, by the way, so this is kind of what we do. And then eventually she comes, she's into that funnel. The hook was set with a, with a, with a clear marketing message. Um, knowing the problems yep. or the outcomes that she desired. And now all, all of a sudden you're doing business uh, yeah. you know, down yeah. along, the, along the line. That, that, that's right. I mean, the challenge is in generating the lead, the inquiry from a qualified prospect, because all, all your listeners will know that once you do that, you're going to convert 70 to 90% of those inquiries. So the challenge is not let's do another sales course and let's see if we can convert people. That's not the problem. The problem is getting the person to make the inquiry to say, Hey, MC, I'm interested in working with you. Can we talk about how, how, what that might look like? Right. Um, and, and getting them to the point, and we'll come back to the content part if, if you'd like in a moment, but yeah. getting them to the point where before they reach out, and all my clients use links, all my clients use links, book here to book, book a chat with Tom.com, book a chat with Rodney.com, book a chat with MC.com, because we want those the links are going to have a legacy impact. They're going to be there for years and years and years and years. So come back to that. So we want them to click a link to book a time to talk with you, and they know your fee range already, so there's no price ambush. They have a pretty good idea of how you work with clients. That's number two. And number three, they are very confident that you have a solution to their problem or challenge. That's what you call a qualified prospect. Now, 70 to 90% of those are going to convert to clients. And most people would, would go, yeah, that's true. If I sit in front of a prospect who has those three characteristics, then they are probably going to become a client. So that, that's the first thing. Now, if we look at the content piece, 3% of people's audiences generally are ready to buy now. They are what I call seekers. They're actively looking for a solution. If they, if they see your value proposition, see your marketing message, and it makes sense, and maybe there's a guarantee or maybe there's a risk mitigation strategy of some sort, they buy. And it's kind of like if you meet with them on a call, you know, that, that's kind of like, well, how, how do we start? But hang on, I haven't told you everything yet. Yeah, okay. Can you send me that in email? But how, how, do, I, how do I sign up? So that's 3%. Right. But only 3%. 
12% of what I call explorers, they are also ready to buy, but they're much more cautious. And this is where your content comes in. The explorers, and I validated this certainly in our sector on our website and a couple of clients, which may not sound a lot, but we're talking about thousands of people in the audience in total, 12% have to have five content-rich brand exposures and then they sign up. That's quite a lot, five. Yeah. yeah. So if you, if, you, if you have a marketing medium, say you do webinars or you have a book or you do a five-hour challenge or something, that's one. Well done. You're going to pick up the seekers, uh, but a lot of the explorers, because they have a need to explore and validate prior to purchase, their risk threshold is much, is much higher than it is for the seekers. If you only have one, then you're gonna they're gonna wander off and chase some other shiny thing. So we want to we want to keep them coming back with multiple exposures to the brand. Leaves us with eighty five percent who are wanderers. They have no intention to buy. They just like reading books or go to webinars and kicking tires. Uh, personally, I like the wanderers. I have no problem with the wanderers because you can't get to the fifteen percent seekers and explorers unless you have the eighty five percent right. And some of them are very good referrers. You're listening to Tom Poland on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. MC Lobsher is the host of the top-rated business and investing podcast, Cashflow Ninja, and also the president of Producers Wealth. Producers Wealth assists people in creating, protecting, and perpetually multiplying wealth in any economy through creating processes that help them increase their production, provide them with liquidity, passive income generators, and opportunities for enormous growth. Learn more about their time-tested and proven systems at yourownbankingsystem.com. You're listening to Tom Poland on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, and now back to our interview. It's so true what you just said too, that those are very good referrers and they'll tell someone else about it, although they're, you know, they're not ready to, to, to buy and probably some of them won't, won't never buy, but they do spread the word and spread the name. Now, the legion is, whether you're an investor, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, legion can be challenging in a lot of ways. And sometimes people have a legion problem, which they don't really even necessarily know about because they see, the, they see emails being collected or databases mm. being filled. What, um, what are some of the symptoms that, um, that you've identified uh, with clients or potential clients that have a, a lead gen problem? Well, there's three primary symptoms. One is stress, <laughs> anxiety. So, you know, they're waking up in the middle of the night, if not first thing in the morning, worried about where the next investor is going to come from or where the next client is going to come from. And that stress and anxiety uh, comes, you know, p- human beings, we know human beings hate uncertainty. We'd rather have the certainty of something bad and awful, like you've got cancer, than not knowing what the heck the thing was. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost a relief for some people. So, so we had uncertainty. And a lot of people rely on personal connections and uh, word-of-mouth marketing, and they can, they can go for one to the other, you know, one referral to another that's just randomly coming in for sometimes for years, but eventually, as sure as God made little green apples, that dries up. And that's when they start to get stressed because they look at their calendar and schedule and they see clients are going to be finishing up soon and they've got no one to replace them. So they stress is the number one symptom. Number two symptom is what I call uh, random acts of marketing. So they, they wake up that morning, they go, oh my goodness, I don't have any prospects in my pipeline. 
I have to go to a networking meeting. Where's the networking meeting? Or I heard about Facebook ads. Let me see if I can get some leads that way. But, but it's all very random. It's not systemized and predictable and relentless. And great lead generation is freaking relentless. It's not something you do on a Friday morning between 9 and 9.30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's right. a way of life. Uh, as far as I humanly as I possibly can, I get my clients to get more scalability around their value delivery because I'm kind of selfish. I want them to spend more time in their marketing. And and if they do the marketing the way I show them to do the marketing, they generally look forward to it because I'm not – marketing has to fit the personal style, vision, and values of the individual. If you do that, then they'll look forward to their marketing. If you try to tap them on the phone and do some cold calling, they're probably not going not gonna to persist with that. So symptom number two is random acts of marketing. Symptom number three comes about because of symptom number two, which is called – Roller coaster revenue. So the revenue is up one month, it's down the next, or it's up for that quarter, it's down the next. You get consistency of revenue when you get consistency of lead inquiry. That's so, so true. Um, I mean, that, that right there should be a red flag for, for that. Now, you talk about multi, multiple streams of leads, right? Well, oh, you've done your homework. Yeah, and I, I love that because we talk about multiple streams of income, right? So multiple streams of leads, multiple streams I'm pretty of sure income. I got that from you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, can you share a little bit more about that uh, concept with my listeners? Boy, you've really done your, your homework. Yeah, look, it's, it's a terrific concept, and it really did come from multiple streams of income, and which is which is an amazing concept and, and quite a revolutionary concept, certainly in its day, and it still is, frankly. So when I thought about that and I thought about how so many people rely on one source of leads, and I've been a joint bits of mastermind group, I can introduce you to people who are spending $60,000 a month on Facebook advertising, and they are scared witless because the conversions are going up, the opt-ins are going up, competitors are coming in, and it's kind of like they've painted themselves in a corner because that's the only way they can generate leads. Mm-hmm. And, and so whenever you have, you know, one, in terms of lead generation, one is the scariest number in business because it is the most vulnerable number of business. So when we look at this concept of a physical stream, let's just think about a physical stream. Okay, what are the characteristics of a physical stream? Well, water flows in it, hopefully. The streams can dry up and lead streams can dry up. So webinars aren't the new client generator that they used to be. They're still a good list builder. So a lead, a lead stream, a stream can change direction. So can a lead stream. A stream can go underground right. and become more covert. It, it can flood sometimes, which is nice when that happens with a lead stream. So, so I, I thought, the more I thought about multiple streams of income and how that diversification increases both prosperity and security, which is an incredible thing, really, when you think deeply about it. I thought, what if we could do the same thing with lead gen? And then when I thought about physical streams, I thought, boy, that is such an apt metaphor. So you get, if you know, if a farmer is dependent, for example, on one stream to irrigate the whole crop, there's an incredible vulnerability on that. So if any business is, first of all, if they don't have any lead streams in place, they have no systematic, predictable way where they can push a button, pull a lever, and have the, have the leads come in, well, their, their whole financial future is, is precarious, to say the least. One lead stream is a heck of a lot better than none, but it's not enough. We've got to get this diversity of lead sources. So my, the golden standard is four different lead sources, four different ways that lead stream, the streams are coming in. So uh, for, for, let's say, well, let's take, a, let's take a business coach. So typically those lead streams would be a five-day challenge. We'd be getting leads in through there. 
our webinars. We're getting lead streams in through there. Uh, a book, lead streams coming in through there. And, well, you could kind of pick number four and, and, and play with it. I always like to have one that we're testing and, and measuring all the way along. But it could be that that you're being interviewed by people, for example. Right. So that's where, the, that's where, the, that's where both the, the abundance of leads come in and it's also where the security comes in. Because for too many years, go back to 1995 when I launched the Entrepreneur Success Program and took it at Global, we had a very simple lead generation system. Is we bought a list, we mailed to that list because there wasn't really anything like email blasts in those days. And we invited people to a meeting. And we knew the numbers that would come to the meeting. We knew the numbers that would fill out a feedback form at the end and ask to follow up. We knew the conversion numbers. So that was it. So we built an international business on that, which was, which was cool. But since then, a little thing came along called the internet. So, you know, <laughs> and, and, but, but I tell you what, MC, for a while I was stuck because it was working so well. And then it slowly and progressively stopped working. And I was spending sleepless nights going, Jesus, I've got to find another source of leads because this thing isn't working the way it used to. And that happens of every single lead stream. No, Tom. What you what you said there is so is so true, and in it in all aspects of business, you know, we uh, as as I mentioned earlier, the multiple streams of income in in your investments, and then from a business perspective too, is uh, is to trying to get different streams from a vertical, right? To make your business to diversify a little bit, uh, and to get clients from different places. One could be individual clients and institutional clients, just uh, mm. in, in my industry as well. So 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 powerful. Thank you. For sharing that. Um, now, I wanted to talk a little bit about a core message in our show, um, and that is uh, that the show isn't just about money, but it is um, about leaving our families, our communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations. Um, so, if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Well, the first one is, I'd say, get real clear on your values and stick to them, regardless of the cost, including death. Yep. It might sound a little dramatic, but it's not worth selling out your soul for anything. So that's the first thing. Get real clear on your values and stick to them, regardless of cost, including death. If someone wants exercises to be able to do that, they can just contact me. I'll give them a free copy of my first book, which was Your Extraordinary Life, which takes them through step-by-step -step exercises on exactly how to do that. Um, the second thing is to back yourself you'll be wrong around 15 to 20% of the time. That's the price of making decisions that are aligned with your values and, and, and listening to yourself. So I'd say back yourself. And, and that includes developing your intuition. It's an extraordinarily powerful force. Uh, life cannot be figured out simply by the numbers. So back yourself, including your intuition. Uh, uh, sorry, intuition. Number three would be give. Just keep giving. Um, whether or not you believe in karma or even what you sow, well, you should believe in that whether or not it's true because it makes the world a better place and you'll be happier, you'll sleep better. Uh, and if you give and you give and you give, a funny thing happens, you know, the business comes in anyway. <laughs> so I, I don't think you can give enough. So the other three things, MC, get, be clear on your values, stick to them, including the cost regardless of death, back yourself and give. Now, Tom, one habit I've observed from very successful and wealthy people is that they're always studying new things and learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying and what new skill sets are you currently learning? Uh, look, I'm currently studying how to be a, a nuclear doomsday planner. That's an um, interesting study. 
Well, I know it's not on song with with yeah. business, but I've just yeah. I, I I agree with you 100. I've noticed that that people that have a contribution to make they have a mind that's interested. You know, so right, right. now I'm reading Daniel Ellsberg's book on Confessions of a Nuclear Planner. I'm also reading Bruce Springsteen's biography. So I've got I've got like two ends of the spectrum happening there. Be- just because I'm interested, not because it's necessarily uh, relevant to my business or even my 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 wife or my kids, but because I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, no, I I love it because you know my philosophy is to prepare more than I even plan. So I prepare for any scenario, you know, as we discussed for him, that's like the, the rugby background too. Right. And yeah, sports exactly. background. I was of, just thinking of that. Yeah. Of going in and being prepared for whatever comes your way. Uh, especially if you're playing against any New Zealand teams, cause you don't, you know, you don't know what's coming. <laughs> so yeah. this has been a blast, Tom, Tom, where can my listeners uh, get a copy of your book, Leadsology? Where can they follow you? Where can they learn more about you? Uh, and where can they stay informed of all of, uh, the projects that you're involved with. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, they can get my book by going to www.gettomsbook.com. That'll lead them to uh, Amazon, but gettomsbook.com. Um, I want to give them something for free because I just talked about giving, and so that would be appropriate. www.5hourchallenge.com. Completely free. It's a lead, little mini lead generation system all on its own. Teaches principles of creating an effective marketing message, which we talked about. So that's five number. That's the, the, the word five. Sorry, fivehourchallenge.com. Main website is leadsology.guru. Lots and lots of free stuff there, and I'm contactable through that as well. Fantastic. I will put links to all of those resources uh, Tom just mentioned uh, in the show notes. Tom, uh, this has been a blast connecting. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. It's been fun. Thanks, MC. Thank you. Thank you for joining me again on the Cashflow Ninja, and thank you for all of your support. You rock. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes, and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gosh Good Newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at CashflowNinja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 44. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you now can also participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at cashflowninja.com forward slash Life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and also includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You will learn about how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. 
Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Their simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Get your free copy of the ultimate guide to passive real estate investing at noradarealestate.com forward slash guide. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.